But I hate when I feel like this And I never hated you Neurotica is a weekly podcast going to the deepest, darkest parts of the mind and bringing them to light. Topics range on mental illness, behavior, and perception, and more. Please be warned, many episodes contain trigger warnings. If you ever have thoughts of suicide, please call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Hey everybody, welcome to Erotica. My name's Cody Ryan, really excited to be here today. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Bobby, aka Booby Styles. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing fantastic, really excited as well, because we have a special guest sitting in. Who is it? I thought you were going to want to do that. It is Sophia Varbilla of Harmony Woods. Hello. Oh, Sophia. that's who you're talking about? I thought you were talking about Tony. <laughs> We got Tony here too. No, Tony. Tony's sitting off to the side. I said I was excited. Yeah, no, we are. We are very excited. We have a special guest on the episode today. Um, you may know her as Harmony Woods. Uh, we have a very exciting, um, just conversation ahead that we want to talk to her about. You know, um, in terms of my life, a lot of things have already changed. Um, Bobby's laughing because he knows all of them. So more change for Cody that I'm not gonna get. Too deep, but uh, I am single now, so if any ladies are listening and want to hit my DMs up, why? I could not <laughs> understand what you're thinking. But um, yeah, so that's that's a change for me. Uh, just got another medication change, switched from uh, Lexapro to Wellbutrin, so we're on Wellbutrin and Clonopin now, so that's fun. Let's go. Um, Get excited. There's probably some other little things here and there, but that's Cody update. What's, what's new in your life, Bobby? Uh, my podcast co-host is single now. He just switches. <laughs> yeah, uh, medication from Lex Pro. Well, Bobby <laughs> fell for the trap. I like turned to Tony. I was like, we should make it more of a running joke that we ask Bobby what's going on in his life because it's never anything. And in my life, it's always yeah. like, oh, Cody just like completely upended everything we knew about him. Uh, there actually is one thing, but that'll be in plugs later. Okay, that sounds creepy. Anyway, I want to talk more to Sophia because we brought you on as a guest. But um, Sophia, we're really glad to have you. Um, so let's the- start here. Your name is Sophia, and it's not Harmony Woods. Yeah, crazy. Let's, right? let's make that clear because some we very, don't want a hootie in the maybe bullfish a, situation. Maybe a foolish person would think that your actual name was Harmony Miss Woods, Harmony. Oh, and yeah. if they hadn't looked into it, they would have addressed you as Harmony when they first met you, which would be very embarrassing. Hey, Bobby, quick question. What did you think her name was when we invited her on the podcast? <gasps> thought it was Harmony Woods. <laughs> no. Bobby. It's a good-sounding name. You picked, you picked my, a good name. <laughs> my, my thing was, I, I knew it wasn't her, like, real name. I hadn't figured out what her real name was. I just, like, hadn't gotten to the point where I was willing to ask, like, do you want to be Harmony Woods going for? Because I think it's I think it's very interesting for people who are like taking on kind of like you know you and me, Bobby. We have a connection to Neurotica, but where it's like co-host. But like I sometimes identify myself as Code Brand, which makes no sense. And it's your brand, people yeah, it's my calling, brand. People have been calling me Booby for yeah, and people call you Booby. It's like. Now. It gets to the point where, like, you know, you're an artist and you are Harmony Woods when you're on stage. It's mm-hmm. kind of, sometimes it's, like, rude to even ask. It's like, or should I call you by your Wikipedia name? Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody's going up to Lady Gaga at this point. Like, but... Miss Gaga. Yeah, it's like, Miss Gaga. And it's like, somebody calls her by her real name. She's like, I didn't work this hard to get my Wikipedia page to ruin all of it. Whoa. So, Sophia, where did the name Harmony Woods come from? So, Harmony Woods is the name of a neighborhood in Newark, Delaware. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. That's where yeah. I work. Really? That's not where no. Bobby works. That's where I went to school, you asshole. I'm, I work in Newark. What are you talking yeah, about? I know you work in Newark, but I have way bigger connection to Newark, Delaware, you piece of shit. Let's just... You both have okay. a great connection. To let's t- let's talk about Harmony Woods because I. And the... what, what about the Harmony Woods neighborhood? Um, made you decide that your stage name was going to be, or th- your band's name, uh, whichever it is, uh, was going to be named after um, that neighborhood. So, well, first off, for a very long time, and when I picked the name, I did see it as like more of a band name than you know, a persona. 
But I feel like I was talking about this with a friend recently. I feel like, I don't know, recently I sort of discovered that maybe it's more appropriate to refer to myself as Harmony Woods, not like as a name, but just as like, like a, a pseudonym, I suppose, like kind of like Adam Young Owl City, because the band, like my friends who play in it, it's like sort of a rotating lineup, like it's not a solid like band band like whoever's available does it when they can like it's just sort of a low-key situation but the way the name came about was um my sister lives in newark delaware and we were driving to her place uh, my family and i and i don't know i just saw the sign and as 16 17 year olds do i saw it and i was like that sounds cool It does sound cool. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, what you guys were talking, I was on a map thinking, okay, where is Harmony Woods? And what I found out is that you lived, I want to say roughly, and I'm terrible at this. She didn't uh, live there. Um, or was in this, this neighborhood. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention, as I told you, because I was trying to do some research. I grew up in Marshallton, Delaware, which is approximately like a mile down the road from wow. this neighborhood. That's so funny. that was a weird connection. Sorry that I missed the banter about it because I was so curious to see how close I was. <laughs> um, I will listen back to my own podcast to catch up on that. So don't feel like you need to recap. But when she said Newark, Delaware, I freaked out because I was going to start trying to guess people that I knew in that neighborhood. Specifically, do not know anybody in that neighborhood. Whoa. Yeah, she's also six years younger than you. you just I know them. I know, I know families. Like if I, names. I would say last names. I'd be like, oh, do you know the blank family? You know, like. Do you know the blank family? Do you know the blank family? Oh, <laughs> uh, we go back. In the blanks. Um, <laughs> no, but if I always talk about your neighborhood and I said, oh, do you know that? <laughs> like somebody would be like, oh yeah, Bobby. Like. <laughs> No, no last name. <laughs> I will go bleep that one out, okay, okay. Bobby? So, Sophia, one of the um, interviews that I read with you from Friends of the Pod, The Key. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think they're technically Friends of the Pod yet, but we'll get there. Future um, One of your bandmates at the time, I don't know if they're still in the band, said that uh, Harmony Woods was sort of like your Hannah Montana. Like your, <laughs> like your rock star. That is kind of a running Your rock joke. star pseudonym. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> And it just happens to work out that Harmony Woods sounds like a person's name. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I It's funny, like, when I chose the name, I just had the neighborhood in mind. Like, I've always seen Harmony Woods as a place and, like, not a person. So when people started, like, Facebook messaging me to play shows and were like, Hey, Harmony! <laughs> I was like, whoa! Like, it didn't even cross my mind that it could have been a name, and then I realized that, like, wow, that's totally... Hey, Harmony, I saw your uh, Instagram page and thought you were really interesting. I don't know if you <laughs> might be interested in getting a drink. Oh, my yeah. name is Sophia. Uh, <laughs> and also, I'm a musician, and I don't do that yeah. with <laughs> listeners, because that is... You gotta have boundaries. Um, bound, yes. Gotta boundaries boundaries are very yes. important. Absolutely. Anybody who's ever listened to her, her music is now out of the dating Yeah, pool. sorry, y'all. Fair that, enough. <laughs> that's like me saying, like, anybody who's ever listened to my podcast out of the dating if pool. If you know who team. I am, Except get Except that's lost. more than 80 people. <laughs> yeah. Great. So everybody is still the dating pool for me. Everybody who's listening to my podcast is out. It's Bobby and Tony out. Whoa. And yeah. the people have been guests on the podcast, I guess, because they listen to their own episodes. So the lesson to me is don't invite anybody on the podcast that I think there's a chance I might fall in love with Dang. because they will listen to their own episode. There you go. Fair enough. Yeah. So what you said about maybe adopting the moniker Harmony Woods as um, a personal thing rather than strictly a bad name, mm-hmm. it reminds me of the opposite of um, Katie Crushfield and Waxahachie mm-hmm. because she started... Um, like you with like, well, she didn't start, but that project started with a demo recorded in like a bedroom mm-hmm. named after a place nearby, Waxhatchee Creek for her. Oh, I never realized that. Yeah. She, uh, when I think she had a breakup and she went home to Alabama and named her project Waxhatchee after wow. a, a local river or something like that. Um, but her band is pretty static. It's herself. Mm-hmm. 
um, her sister Allison and three other people who aren't the front women of bands, so I'm not sure what their names Fair. are. Fair. <laughs> wow. But good job in feminism, Bobby. But it sounds like it sounds like you want the name to be more portable when different people come and play with you, so that exactly the harmony you can like take it from group of people to group of people and still be Harmony Woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I, I feel you can like, be like this. I'm Harmony Woods, and this is the forest. Like you don't want to be that, because <laughs> like it's all the thing that always makes me laugh is like Huey Lewis, the news. Harmony like, and oh Harmony my god, Woods. it's, it's the news. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, I kind of get that as a like an overarching thing where it's like I kind of felt the same way about Neurotica, where it's like I didn't want to be the host of, like, this podcast, Neurotica, I wanted Neurotica to become this, like, thing, and it's mm-hmm. it's not quite the that same because... Itself. Yeah, because you're talking more about, like, your own persona linked to something. I mean, I, I kind of am as well, but it, mm-hmm. Neurotica was supposed to be this project that started that had phases that Tony and I were actually working on that was supposed to be, you know, this way, and I really have felt, like, in a lot of ways, and then kind of had a, a breakdown recently where I did it again, where, like, I just really want to help people. So for me, like neurotica was supposed to be this thing. Like we can all come in a neurotica, you know, it's not supposed to be just like me. And when that moment, when I asked Bobby to be the host, that's when it all started going downhill. So, um, (laughs) so, um, one more thing about the name and feeling that you might want to take it on yourself, um, rather than to describe a band because of the rotating cast. Mm -hmm. Has there ever been a moment where you like, get on stage or, like, start to sing and you, like, feel a transition between feel Sophia becoming and, harmony. and Harmony Woods. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you <laughs> what was the... Can you... Do you, like, remember the first time that happened? Absolutely. Wow. That's a really good question. Um, the biggest show we've ever played was opening for one of Modern Baseball's farewell shows. Oh, fuck. In... We were at Which one? The <laughs> first one. The Friday we one. Friday we were, the 13th. We were at the second one. No, we were at the first one. No, I was at the uh, Holy Ghost one. I wasn't at either. No, the farewell show. Yeah, no. they did like the three at Union Transfer. Yeah, no, I was at the one where they played the second album. If I have to, yeah, if I, I have that. to listen to you two argue though, <laughs> which show you went to for the whole? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was. All right, whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about Tony. The biggest show that you ever played was one of Mobo's. Uh-huh. Farewell shows. Yeah, I was just, I just remember being extremely nervous that whole night. Like, I couldn't eat dinner because I was so nervous and just, like, freaking out, as, you know, one does when they're about to play a sold-out thousand-cap venue for the first time ever. Like, I had, yeah, I don't know, but I walked on stage and I, like, kind of blacked out, but, like, we started playing and it just felt really good and really natural and i i don't know it's really hard to explain but it just felt right i don't know i don't know if that sounds weird you know what i i don't think that sounds weird because it just happened to me since i was four years old the only thing i wanted to be was a stand-up comedian no lie like to just, just the only thought and i thought it was gonna be the funniest i was doing so many things that weren't stand-up comedy because i was just so sure that opportunity was going to present itself i was going to be stand-up comedian and i tried it a couple times and i was just being a baby and every single time i got on the stage i was waiting for that moment of like i get on the stage and i'm like i'm here Mm -hmm. this is my home and i kept picturing it i kept picturing the laughs i kept picturing like talking to other comedians before and after i pictured all of it but every single time i got on there was never a home Mm -hmm. we just did our live episode recently this was fewer people than the MOBO farewell show. Yes. <laughs> fewer people probably than the last open mic I even did. Almost fewer people than are in modern baseball. Yeah. I don't know how many people are in modern baseball, but... In a, four. <laughs> in a modern baseball game, there's like nine people in the lineup. We have about nine people there, so there you go. Um, but I got on stage, and I was starting to do our introduction, and... I started talking and it was, it was just like one of those moments where like my brain went completely blank, but all the right words were coming out. And it was like, mm, yes. And it wasn't so like, Oh my God, I love neurotic. This is the best podcast I want. But I was like, it was one of those moments. I was like, 
this is our live episode. This kind of matters, and I did the thing that I needed to do because yeah. I always struggle with the opener. It's always the opener right. of a podcast that's like the most awkward because mm-hmm. and we're having a conversation right now. I'm just having fun with my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, a podcast. They're just easy. We're just hanging out with the friends. The opener of this episode was seamless. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just like it was one of those moments where I was just saying I was saying the intro better than I had ever said it on any episode where I thought about it for 30 minutes. I just walked on stage, sat down, looked at nine-ish of my friends and was like, Mike's hot, go. And was like, hey, everyone, and then just kept talking and every beat that I hit, I was just like, well, that's what I wanted to say. That's what I wanted to say. That's incredible. And then the episode completely derailed at the end, but that wasn't my (laughs) fault. But who could really say? So, (laughs) Sophia, um, back to the modern baseball show when he kind of felt, um, I don't know if it was the adrenaline or you just had always pictured yourself in front of this sort of crowd. And I had never pictured never myself in front of that big of a crowd ever, which is why I was so surprised at like how like peaceful and like calm and like right it felt like, I don't know, like daydreaming about stuff like that. I always pictured me being like, Oh my God, this is so amazing. I can't believe this is happening. But what I felt was at peace. Like, like you said, like, I felt like I was at home. Yeah. Right. And that was something that I was always looking for on the stage. And then I found it in the stage I didn't expect to. Mm-hmm. But for you, like, you know, that, that must be really validating. And I, I think that kind of transitions to something else I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about the album that I alluded to earlier as a soundtrack, but soundtrack <laughs> to A Younger Day. Um, I believe it was called Nothing Special. Mm-hmm. And it kind of hit me and was like, it was very good for me to like kind of have this nostalgic feeling going back into it as well, because obviously I'm 26 now, so a little bit more removed from some of the things that you were talking about. And I really did love the, um, you know, some of the repeated themes, because I even remember in those days, like being kind of like, you just see the same things over and over, but they just keep taking different meanings every time. Yeah. But the thing that just really got me with your singing was I was listening to it. I knew who you were. I knew you were 20 now. You were 17, 18, whatever, when you were, you know, singing it. And I remember thinking, this is an adult woman. Like, wow. I'm sorry. I'm not baby after all. (laughs) Maybe I'm sorry if that's like, you know, jarring, but I, it just, it felt like you had a lot of like real clarity and understanding and like, there wasn't that I'm scared of what I'm talking about. You were just really into it. And I, I really wanted to say that because it it meant meant a lot to me to just listen to something and be like, wow, somebody's talking about something that that I wanted to, you know, kind of be in. And you weren't just talking about it from like a, you know, Oh, I remember when I was a kid and you were writing as it happened, but you still said it to me in a way that felt so adult. And that was kind of like, a really cool moment. Thank for you me. so much. I have two questions um, based on what Cody was talking about. The first is, um, how old did you picture the um, narrator and their significant other that's of really nothing good, special? That's a really good question. Because um, there are um, themes about, you know, waking up next to each other in bed. Um, you mentioned avoiding them like the frat kids avoid a keg. <laughs> so, so I figured... This was not, and I, I have since read that you had never been in a relationship at the time when mm-hmm. you wrote this record. Yeah. So I was wondering what sort of age you thought that those characters were. Mm-hmm. And my second question is about the voice thing. I know that you went to a art school for your freshman and sophomore year mm-hmm. of high school. Um, when you were there, did you like take voice lessons or anything like that? Ooh, all right. First question. <laughs> Before you even get into it, I told I told her I was like, Bobby's going to be really prepared. I'm so impressed, and I'm going to g- giggle through and probably make it about myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> Bobby went full like professional interview. On I respect us. both of those styles, yes. honestly. Um, okay, first question. I definitely drew a lot of experience both from my friends at the time, who just so happened to be older, like more college aged. And also from the relationships that I had grown up around that, yes, they were adult relationships, but they weren't 
the healthiest or most mature relationships. So, I don't know. The way I tried to write Nothing Special was, like, I didn't really want to capture, like, a specific demographic. I wanted to make it so, like, any individual or any couple could relate. Um, But that's so funny to me, and sorry to interrupt, because, Bobby, I know you were kind of had a, you know, big question line after that, too, Mm -hmm. but it really hit me into this high school day. I Maybe it was just kind of biased because I knew you were 17 when you wrote it, but mm-hmm. it really brought me to, like, the days where, like, I was in cars and stuff, and, like, we kept going in the same places, yeah. and they just kept, like... There's so much routine. Yeah, and age. then, but then things just kept, like, every single time, you know, you thought everything was good, it just, you know, it, it would hit the... I, I want to quote something because my favorite song from the album was Parking Lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I would say that's, that's a deep the, cut. Yeah. I, <laughs> really, I would say that's the like emotional centerpiece of the album. It's yeah, definitely like really, rising action for and sure. I really want to um, sing, or not mm. sing them. Sing, sing it. While he's, looking, <laughs> while he's looking that up, the thing that struck me as the most, um, reminded me of high school the most was mm. not anything that the characters were like doing as far as meeting living together like the way that they fought it was more like and i don't mean this as an insult because i love music that's like this but mm-hmm. the way that everything in high school it seems like it's the most important thing in the yes. world like everything every all or nothing every black little, and white yeah. yeah every little stupid thing is so dramatic absolutely and i mean in the album a lot of the stuff that happens is dramatic mm-hmm. the um, significant other is it a boyfriend or should I keep saying significant, significant other? other okay the significant other um, you know bashing or you can just her, say partner if that's the, easier alright the, the partner you know um, going to where he went sorry going to where they went um, when their parents fought bashing their head um, on the which are the exact lines I'm going to read you're yeah, killing so, it so, <laughs> so like yeah. these these things are not it's it's not you over dramatizing them but mm-hmm. every part of the album does strip with this is very, very important in the way that everything in high school seems very, very important. Yeah, I feel like that has a lot to do with my mindset at the time, both with that record and also the record that's about to be released. I, the way that I write songs and unpack like certain situations in my life and use certain experiences as allegories for other stories, everything just feels huge, you know? Like, when you're going through something, like... When you're feeling something so heavily that you need to write about it, to me, it just always feels like the end of the world. Which is like the joke that I always make to people. I was like, if you feel anything the way that Frank Ocean feels everything, you'll know (laughs) eternal truth. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's so real. So I I do want to read these two um, back-to-back lines, or not lines, I guess. Dude, I am so bad at music. (laughs) Pairs, paragraphs, stanzas, verses? I don't know. I think verses might be what I'm looking (laughs) for. So, you drove me all throughout the city to watch the school kids chat about their days and hold their parents' hands. Sitting low, you calmly explain how yours were never there to do that. So that one, for me, was just a little bit, like, that was kind of the imagery I had of just, like, just driving through the city, Mm -hmm. like, when I was in relationships. We're going to the same places, but we're showing each other some places that the other person never been. But I, I had trouble with my parents and, like, just, like, not seeing them and stuff like that. And that was like, okay, I can kind of deal with that. And then this line is the one that got me actually really emotional. It says, and when the demons started fighting and the anxiety started biting in your mind, memories flash back, you bash your head against the wheel and scream. And I had a very vivid memory flashback of being in a Staples parking lot with a car that wouldn't start on the phone with my father who told me he was at work at nine at night and just told me I had to wait an hour. And I remember, you know, that moment. And then I remember that we never talked about on the podcast, this weird thing that like I forgot about and it just reminded me of it. Um, and it's been something that came up for me a little bit more. I used to self harm, um, extensively as a kid, but not as cutting. I would hit myself. I would hit my head against things. And when I heard, you know, like the hit the head against the, you know, the the dashboard or, you know, the driving wheel or like something in the car, just like hitting it, 
you know, that for me reminded me of how like I used to have those like demons just come in and I'd have to scream or I'd have to hit myself just to release something from that. So I, I'm really interested in how you were even able to get to that imagery because it's very specific. But at the same time, it, it really hit me personally just because I used to do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, back in the day, like, you know, that, that kind of, you know, the joking, like if you wanted to hurt yourself, you would try and then you would like pull back last second. You would try to punch yourself in the eye and just wouldn't do it. Yeah. I could get one notch above that. Like I couldn't punch myself in the eye as hard as possible, but I could punch myself in the eye hard enough that I could say I just punched myself yeah. in the eye. Uh, I was listening to this as I was walking over, and I do think that um, not to be insulting, I think that in the partner of that album, there is a lot of you as far as the internal turmoil. Thank you. <laughs> I, well, and the funny thing was, there was even like a lot of moments when I was listening, though, and when you know it, it is a partner album parts of me was already flashing out the person who was trying to reach out to the partner. That's kind of how I, I read a lot of the songs is it's more one person like trying to reach out and then me being that person who's like, you're not going to get in there and you just kind of have to kind of accept that. And that's what kept making me emotional was because I'm listening to this album and I'm like, how the hell does this girl who's younger than me know this? <laughs> And, no, we'll like, get, we'll get and, you're, that. <laughs> and you're talking, you know, like about like, oh, his parents didn't hold his hands. But there was things that I uncovered even in my own like therapy about like children of addiction are the ones that are more likely to be critical of, or, you know, children, uh, parents who have addiction or, you know, divorce. They're more likely to be critical of themselves Absolutely. because they see the failures yeah. and then they are more likely to harm themselves and things like that. And they blame themselves. Yes. And those two lines went together. So I'm. Yes, I'm either alluding to something that I, I hopefully think we have not a lot make. In common. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, I'm not making you say something you don't want to no. say. But you know, it it was something for me that I, when I read it, I was like, she knows something that I know that a lot of people in this world don't. And mm -hmm. hearing that kind of line hit me right away. Whereas I know a lot of other people are like, oh yeah, I remember when I was in high school, I'd be so dramatic, I'd scream and hit my head, and I was like, that's not what he did. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, and I knew it. So yeah. the questions on the table now are, um, Pop, this parking lot, where did that imagery come from? Is that something that you've seen or is it something that you um, just would imagine would happen? Mm -hmm. um, not only the hitting the head against the steering wheel, but that place where someone goes when their parents are fighting. Um, is that someone you know? Is that yourself? Obviously, don't answer any of these questions if um, you feel uncomfortable talking about them For in sure. more detail. And then the other question is the one that I asked 15 minutes ago, which was, when you were at Gamp, did you take vocal lessons? Bobby's <laughs> <laughs> like, you better answer this fucking Gamp. I'm, I'm curious. There, I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> so the thing, not just about Parking Lot, but the whole record, you know, in its entirety, I feel like I am both the narrator and the partner oh. yeah they're like different parts of me i've been both of those people in different times i do have a history of self-harm i've been clean since junior year of high school and i do have a history of mental illness depression and anxiety and scary to say those things out loud <laughs> yeah, yeah you don't feel comfortable yeah. no but no no, no y'all are totally fine thank you um but, yeah, that was a really good question. I feel like the more detailed stuff was more, you know, creative writing, songwritery, projecting, yeah. but the big picture was definitely, right. like, my past so, and what I was going through at that time. So, like, the vignette songs, are you projecting a version of yourself that's maybe 23 years old that is yeah. in this relationship? Things like that? Mm -hmm. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and I'll be a douchebag and say that I I picked up on it. No, no there there were certain songs though where I was even. I think there was like there was like a line that was kind of referencing something that's kind of tender for me right now about like you know I know you've been depressed for like this amount of time or like this is your third day in bed, but like 
I need you to call me back because I need it too. And like feeling like, how do you share your depression sometimes? And then, you know, when you talk about the album and you, I mean, I listened to it only twice and now I can listen back to it again as like maybe not, it's not a couple, it's one person. And really I'm just looking at both sides. There were just so many different times though. I was like, Oh man, I remember when I thought that was so important and that wasn't and that person and then vice versa and all these things. And I was like, man, that really was like high school and college for me where it's just like go to the same places and just keep making the same mistakes and then wondering, you know, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? Why can't we figure any of this out? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I think that's a perfect freshman album ever. So your sophomore album's got to have a lot of pressure. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm putting it on you right now. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I always love so, sophomore albums. You will do great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I actually want to expand the, the whole Did you take I, no, I vocal <laughs> lessons? I wanted, that I wanted to expand it. Okay. This answer is going to be so anticlimactic. It's probably just going to be no. no. <laughs> so I wanted to expand it to, did you not only did you take vocal lessons, but I understand that you played trumpet and violin not violin guitar guitar yeah i thought there was a third instrument um piano piano okay what the fuck do you violin i think it's because i was listening to the drive by truckers on the way home. by the way no this is actually bobby is doing literally all this from memory this is like impressive bobby, no notes no nothing well, way... i just got that wrong so. <laughs> no i'm just saying to get that one thing wrong but like everything else you've nailed is impressive so i'm actually just saying I gave you shit, but I'm walking it back because what you're doing right now is a lot more than I'm able to do right now. All right. So, <laughs> vocal lessons, I'm assuming the answer is no? Yes, the answer is no. They they didn't really offer vocal lessons, I don't believe, but I was in... Choir is mandatory for all grades, but on top of that, in sophomore year, I was in concert choir. So did they teach you to like sing from your diaphragm? A little or? bit, a little bit. I I had been like singing in like the school, my school's like choirs since I was in like third grade, and I guess that's when I really learned how to sing. But I didn't really explore like my own style of singing as well as like songwriting stuff until I was in like high school about like junior year of high school like covering emo songs in my bedroom (laughs) i I really wanted to ask because like cody i knew without like looking anything up i knew because our friend mike had um nothing special as like one of his top five albums of 2017 when it came out thanks mike he's yeah he's also from your area so like He's uh, very conditioned to love you nice. as a as an artist, but <laughs> I, I knew when she recorded this, she was seventeen years old. That's what Mike told me. Mm-hmm. But but Mike is wrong. Yeah, like... I was like, I think it's because I was expecting to hear um, a voice that sounded more like, and I can't remember her name. The Julian um, Baker, maybe? No, the um, snail mail. Oh, Lindsay Jordan. Lindsay Jordan and. I'm not saying at all that she has a bad voice, but she has a voice that does sound like she is younger, like around, she's around the same age as you, right? Yeah, we're the same age. I yeah, think. that's what I thought. So. I think you're just talking about like, obviously the age to octave kind of expectation. No, I, I, I more mean the power behind Sophia's okay, voice. Okay, sure. And yeah. like you said, the clarity. Whereas, yeah. Thank you. Um, Lindsay... Right? Mm-hmm. Lindsay, he, he's officially Lindsay saying Frank. More... He's frankly saying fuck Lindsay. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I love so much respect for sale mail. They're sick. I'm just saying that um, you hear more of the vulnerability in her actual voice. Mm-hmm. And then I want to keep bringing it back to Waxahachie because she's the reason that I love a lot of the music that I like. Respect. Um, her voice on the first album of Waxahachie, American Weekend you hear that vulnerability as well. Like you hear that she's young and just went through a breakup and is like sitting in her bedroom, like sad. And you hear, you get all that emotional context from your writing, but I, I feel like your voice is so mature. Thank 
Thank you. I think I feel like I'm talking I, too much. Well, oh, right, you're fine. My second question there was: you play trumpet, and I know that you love emo music. <laughs> Where's the trumpet? Yeah. Where's I, the trumpet, Sophia? Oh, I just. Do you not want to be a cliche? Uh, <laughs> I just like was never all that passionate about playing you trumpet. Just did the I trumpet. just, I just feel like. I was never able to express myself the way that I can like playing guitar or the way that I can like by singing or playing piano. Right. Like, I don't know. That's a good question. I've I feel like I've you, had a few friends ask me that recently. Yeah, just a lot of trauma talk. I've been Cat's yelling, sorry. <laughs> obviously emo as we know it kind of started or not whatever, you know what I mean, with American football, mm-hmm. and then I've also been listening to the two uh, Mom Jeans albums recently, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of the emo trumpet, yeah. and I saw trumpet, and I was like, sure. where is it at? But Mobo doesn't really have it, so. Well, while Bobby waxed poetically about trumpets, I, I think it's time that I make um, my first admission of the night. Uh, <laughs> Sophia, or Harmony Woods, as I should say, for your stage name. Miss Harmony. Um, <laughs> I've seen you play, and I... Did not real well. I realized it. Really? Um, but I saw you play because a lot of these guys are friends of um, Patrick Wall of Queen of Jeans. Oh, love Queen of Jeans! And you were opening for them, I believe, yeah. at Underground yes. Arts. Yes, 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 yes. And I saw you play, and I remember thinking this girl's really good, and thinking, "Wow, what a great stage presence!" I thought you were oh, doing a great you. job. Probably think you were a little bit older, and then somebody told me, "Like, yeah, she's like 18. and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> but it completely fell off my radar that, you know, like, to check because I probably drank too much and just, you know, forgot Fair. or whatever. It's a show. I'm sorry. I, I drink. <laughs> I know you don't, but um, I'm not offended. I, I, think, I think that night, too, I didn't even hear any of Queen of Jeans because I ended up having a heart-to-heart on couch with my friend Brian for some oh. reason. A person that I would never even, even, like, expect to have a heart-to-heart with, but it was kind of cool, so it was a weird show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and, um... And you played that show um, with Katie Allen yeah, and Queen of Jeans. Yeah, love both those bands. Um, two, you know, groups of amazing women in Philadelphia. Absolutely. And something I wanted to talk about first was you've talked about how modern baseball, as we said, got you into the scene. I was going to maybe try to be, like, cute and be the one interview that didn't talk to you about modern baseball. <laughs> but it's, it's so important. How? Dare you. <laughs> it's so important that... Uh, I know nothing about modern baseball. Well, <laughs> you quick tangent, ahead. I just... Go ahead. Um, David Berman from the Silver Jews just passed away a couple yeah. weeks ago, and I was reading a retrospective on him from Rob Sheffield, I think, from Rolling Stone, and he said that he wrote a review of one of his first albums, and David Berman called him and was like, thank you for being the first person to ever write about me that didn't mention pavement. Wow. Because he was in a band with um, Stephen Malkmus and Bob Knighton. No, Bob Knighton goes a baseball reporter. Yeah. But whatever. So I wanted to try to do that because that was in my mind. But like modern baseball got you, you into the scene. You can't avoid it. It's all good. Right. So they, <laughs> they got you into the scene. And you mentioned that um, Julian Baker and Mitski mm-hmm. were two of the women who inspired you and made you think, oh, wow, women can do this too. Absolutely. And you could not have ended up in a city where that is more true than Philadelphia. <laughs> so I just wanted to um, ask you if if there were any particular women from any bands that like kind of took you under their wing and were like, we see this young girl with this potential and let's try to like shepherd her. Oh, that's a good question. It was I... Patrick Wall, the queen. Of <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... I feel like it is a bit of a trope for, like, young women to need a mentor, but I don't know, ever since started sorry, playing sorry for music. trope. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally fine. No, don't apologize. I just, I don't really see myself as ever being mentored by anyone. Like, don't get me wrong. There are so many, like, incredible, like, women in this scene that I admire with my entire being. But I just kind of like to do my own thing. I don't know. Right. Not to say that you can't do that when being mentored. but I respect that as somebody who every time somebody tells me, like, here's the rules of, like, doing a podcast or something, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and it's not like a thing, like, I don't respect you and, like, you're not, like, one of my favorite podcast people. I'm just like, no, that 
Maybe. <laughs> I just go for it. I, I was asking less because I was trying to do a trip of, you know, stronger, strong women needing each other or whatever. He's just now. That I'm, is true. We, I... He's working his way up the ladder. <laughs> I, was asking more I do be, respect that. I was asking more because it was just interesting to me as someone who was drawn into um, the scene as a fan by women that the women that you named were not you know, Philadelphia locals. Mm -hmm. So I was just curious if there was anyone. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I'm a very, like, I'm a pretty, like, low-key and introverted person. Like, I don't, like, I don't really really hang out much. I (laughs) I don't know how to say that without sounding super sad. She just shot six cops in the middle of this one neighborhood. It was me. (laughs) This is the first person where the celebrity character, Harmony Woods, is less outgoing. (laughs) And Sophia, before we started, the mic was jumping up and down like Tom Cruise on the couch. And then we said, all right, we're rolling. And she was like, I'm I'm very reserved. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, Sophia. So, so, Keep in mind that Bobby and Tony are both big fans of the local uh, Philly indie scene. Where me, I went to a Hosier concert recently and realized Hosier kind of fucking sucks. Um, Whoa, but, was that at XPN? Uh, yes, it was. Word. Which I got like free tickets to go closer, and it's not that Hosier sucks. It's just like it was one of those festivals where he had to play like all his like hype songs. Feel free to sneeze on the podcast. Okay, cool. We're, we're I was more trying than to keep that so secret. <laughs> she was, she was like trying to like reverse sneeze. No, scandal, scandal, scandal. Yeah. Harmony Woods sneezes. Yeah, stars. They're just like us. <laughs> I just start my DJ career. It's just Harmony Woods on like repeat sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the beat. Um, I know, but uh, yeah, like we kind of all just like been in the scene in different ways. Like me, I'm more of like a casual observer like i don't i find music in very weird ways and i just kind of like link on my own things like these guys know me best to say like i just don't even really like link on to anything like week to week i really like just every once in a while I'll go wow i really like this band and then it's gone i'm just mm-hmm. very fleeting where these guys are pretty tapped into the scene so bobby obviously is going to ask those kind of questions because like that's something that means a lot to him. Yeah, but absolutely. He, you know, gets to see you and talk to you and stuff. And we talk to James and it's just so cool to like, they'll, I really appreciate that Philly is like a city that people want to come to and like do something with it. Or because I, as somebody who wanted to do comedy, I'm always looking at the, you know, the New York or the LA scenes. I'm always jealous. And I'm like, why not Philly? It's kind of cool that Philly, like when people talk about, especially female led bands, you know, Philly is a place to look to. So I think that's where Bobby's passion is really coming from. And the reason he's peppering you with the same question about (laughs) if you studied at the Gantt, which we already know she does. She did not get singing lessons. Give her a little credit. This is her. Yeah. Watch this. Watch this segue. Um, so I know that you, Um, so was your watch your segue. I don't, you can edit that out. I can, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, you are huge fans, now that we've opened the modern baseball can of worms. Huge fans of modern baseball. <laughs> this is how you got into the scene, by going to shows for modern baseball, uh-huh. talking to the guys after the show. Uh-huh. Um, I go to shows at places like Phil Mocha, and people like Roger Harvey, and Anika Pyle, and uh-huh. Augusta Coke, Koch. I don't talk to her, because I'm a coward. <laughs> Sure. They stand in front of me. I don't know what you just said anyway, but okay. And I cower. So (laughs) They're people. So, that's one big way that you're different from me. (laughs) The other way that you're different from me is that you're goddamn 20 years old. (laughs) You started in the scene when you were 16 or 17, which makes you the person that I can relate to least or second least that we've ever had on the podcast, along with friend of the pod, James Kasser. Talk Ooh. about James. I know him. Um. Yeah, that's actually, that was the thing that Bobby put in the chat that was like, oh my God, did you know this? I was like, that's how I know who Harmony Woods is, you idiot. Because like, <laughs> I already knew who James was. Oh, goodness. But yes, please talk about James because friend of the pod, love him. And it seems as though from what I've read that he was integral to you um, 
connecting with people in the scene as a musician. For and sure. If anything, the guys we in, owe everything to James, your whole career. He's actually God. And yeah. the guys in modern baseball specifically. So not only to people in the scene connecting you as a musician, but also the guys in modern baseball as people that you would eventually work with mm-hmm. on the record and um, playing in your band as like a one-off. Well, I met James through Twitter. Um, <laughs> he's very big on there. <laughs> um, and we like, I think we like got to know each other through modern baseball through Twitter. And I don't know, we just kept seeing each other at shows and stuff. And then I recorded this three song demo EP in my bedroom and I sent it to him just to like get his thoughts. And he was, he seemed to really connect with it. He was like, I really like this. And he was messaging, messaging. He was managing the obsessives at the time and he had sent the EP to them. And my first ever show was opening for their seven inch release show for my pale red dot, which is really cool. Um, because we're like really good friends now. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah, that's like kind of how I got to know him. And like, he's been super supportive ever since. He's a king. Yeah. And at that first show, there was a moment where you drop your pick. Yes. Because of our old friend on Neurotica, Anxiety. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I know her. So is that... I understand that that is something that you suffer from, but I mean, playing your first show, mm-hmm. that could just be like standard anxiety nerves. Yeah. Is that something that you struggle with in like your day-to-day life? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was just diagnosed by a professional with generalized anxiety disorder very, very, very recently. Like, oh, yeah. My psych did that a week ago. High five. Let's go. <laughs> Which somebody already else told me that, but I was like, all right, well, that guy's got a fucking degree that says he can say that. As always, I am Paul Rudd. Eat it, Dad. I'm not faking it. <laughs> I am generalized. <laughs> Wait, I think I emphasized the wrong word at all. Man. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, ever since, like, I always had an inkling, but, like, ever since it, like, I don't know, quote-unquote, became real my entire, not my entire life, but so much of my life, even, like, stemming from my childhood, just made so much sense. It's like, oh, that's why I do that. Like, that's why I think like that. And, like, as I've gotten older, I've been experiencing more of the physical symptoms of anxiety, like... Dropping pigs. Trembles and <laughs> dropping pics and nausea and diarrhea. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> no, <laughs> scandal, I... scandal, scandal. In there. Harmony poops. <laughs> Everybody poops. It's, it's, my, okay. it's my Harmony Woods parody band. Yeah. <laughs> Harmony poops. Just gonna sing sad songs about shitting in the parking yeah. lot. That's LP3. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should actually talk about your upcoming work. Uh, how much of it is poop related? No, um, so much. I did want to talk about your upcoming um, projects. I think you're um, not only releasing something, but also going on tour, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And I'm actually very excited now that I know you because now I can say to people I know in those cities, if you don't go to that fucking show, I will hate you forever. Yeah, so, flex on them. But tell us a little bit about what the new album is, as much details you're willing to give away. I don't know if you want to keep some things a surprise, but tell us about the new album and tell us what the tour is going to be. All right. Um, our sophomore record, Make Yourself at Home, is coming out on October 4th via Skeletal Lightning. And I'm really excited about it. I started writing this record, like just me and my guitar, like before nothing special had been released so it's been a bit of a long time coming but i'm really really glad that people are going to get to hear it it bears a few similarities to nothing special in the way that it's a concept record it tells a story that's about you know this close relationship but i feel like i go a little darker with this one let's go um yeah we put out two singles so far ghosts was released about a month ago and then yesterday we just released our brand spanking new single 
best laid plans. If you want to check that out, so those no are pressure. on Spotify. Yes. If you type in Harmony Woods Spotify, you go to our number one popular song right now. It's if you're goes, on Spotify, if you put in Harmony Woods Spotify, the Spotify. If you put in right. Harmony Poops, you will get Bobby's Bear. Or Harmony Poops. <laughs> Sophia, um, we're not on Spotify when, because I had to explain to Tony that our files are too big. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how to get those smaller. Oh, no. Would you say that any of the first couplets you ever wrote as a songwriter are on the upcoming album? Wow, Bobby, that's a great question. What are you doing? (laughs) I'm like so impressed right now. Um, Yeah, so the first song I had ever written is actually Ghosts, which came out a month ago and is going to be on the record. And was also on the demo. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. There's a much less impressive version if you want to check out the demo. (laughs) That's funny too, because like, I think. me and Tony, we share like a love of uh, Arcade Fire. Same. And we were at a show, and like Tony knows Arcade Fire and seen way more than me. And there was like one song that I knew that like he didn't. This one, like, well, the, uh, it was like the EP. original yeah. EP that it's like a song I knew. But then we were talking about like I think the difference between Wake Up on the EP to like the actual album is like night and day like really? refinement because like it. I think it's Wake Up or... No, it's um, No Cars Go. Oh, yeah, no, it was No No Cars Go. And you know how No Cars Go really has that, like, big build-up and it's just, like, it feels like it's never-ending. It's very driving, yeah. Yeah, in the EP they do that, but it's a little bit more of just, like, whimsical where, like... I feel like in No Cars Go when you listen to the album, like you just like want to run in the darkness forever, but it's okay. (laughs) Which they actually was, like, the imagery they played at the Wells Fargo Center as I was high out of my mind. At a show I paid like seventy bucks for that they oh. sold twenty bucks for later. Oh my god, so was that? I was at that show at the Wells Fargo. Yeah, and yeah. they made everyone dress fancy, or they like encouraged Well, they did like people. disco ball. Yeah, but the problem I was at that show. So thank God I found somebody else at that show. <laughs> me and Tony were not that good of friends at the time, and I was high out of my mind. And I don't know if you remember, they were doing this thing where the sound never stopped. Like, oh. no matter what... I was 16. I was 15, 16. I was a different person. I don't Okay, so they did this thing, and the sound, the sound never stopped, That's like, between songs. And they did this thing beforehand where um, they actually... Stop side-talking on my Was it the podcast. Reflector tour or the most recent? Record? It was the most recent, so... Oh, never mind. I was at okay. the Reflector You were at Reflector. So they, but I want to tell this one tangent, because it just makes me laugh so much, is that they did this thing where, like, one of the, like hit songs from that um, album, which there are very few hits at all <laughs> from that album. Um, but they talk about it, like, every song I ever heard is playing in my head, it's absurd. And what That's they a did, sick line. Yeah, it was a really great line. And what they did for the show, and Tony agrees, it was one of the coolest things that I had ever experienced. They had this, like, build-up noise, but you could tell it was other songs you had heard before, like, looped on top of each other. Because every once in a while, you'd be listening, and you knew you were hearing white noise, but you also knew you were hearing Teenage Wasteland. It was the coolest thing I've ever experienced. The coolest thing I did, the non-coolest thing I ever experienced was when the edible really hit in Uh-oh. and they were playing their regular songs and I thought they were looping those on top of other songs of theirs. Oh, That's when things went downhill. No. The first thing Cody was talking about wasn't anything crazy. He was just really high and Girl Talk was playing. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually at a Girl Talk show. <laughs> and then somebody said... Hey man, do you want to go to an arcade fire show? And I threw my phone into the ocean, and then that's what happened. No, wow. no, I went to arcade fire, Wells Fargo Center, and then DM Tony a bunch of nonsense. That's that's exactly what happened. That's wild. I had a question like all ready to go um, Did you earlier. Lose it? Oh, oh my! No, I, I remember what it was, but Let's it turned go. out to not uh, apply. That much. Is it about <laughs> modern baseball no. or more no, arcade it's fire? It's Can it you about ask? the singing lessons that I didn't take in high school. <laughs> it's about the first single. From the forthcoming LP, mm-hmm. which is called Make Yourself at Home. Make Yourself at Home. I knew that. <laughs> we were just trying to get a sound bite. <laughs> so I heard Ghosts and I knew that it was on that uh, demo, which I'd never listened to before. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to listen to that demo and then like ask how they build out um, to the bigger sound. And then I listened to it right before I walked in here and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> just makes complete sense that they build it out. <laughs> But um, the the couple of singles that are out from um, this from Make Yourself at Home mm-hmm. nailed it. <laughs> they have um, 
to me, it sounds like a much bigger sound. Like, it almost sounds like there's, like, two more people in the band. Wow. And I was wondering if you felt that way about them, and if so, if you credited that at all to the production, because I know that the guy producing the record is either in or has produced for The World Is. Both. Okay, and they have 500,000 people in the band. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Yeah, so I guess Bobby's just asking how many people are in this room, and then, like... How many people theoretically are in this room created via music? Is that, is that where you're no, at, Bobby? Is that what I'm, what I'm asking <laughs> is if what's the multiplier of people in the room versus music provided people? <laughs> what I'm asking is, I personally hear the songs and I think this has a much bigger sound, and the producer has experience with much bigger sound because he has experience producing more people. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first record was produced by Jake from Modern Baseball and Slaughter Beach Dog. And that is not a hallmark of either, either of those bands as great as they are. So do you Have hear you that? Holy Ghost, though? Holy Ghost sounds kind of like you two, and it bangs. I well, hope no one bullies me for this, that's but it's the third my favorite record, right? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Are you telling me on our half. podcast, <laughs> Harvey Woods is talking you two to us? Are you <laughs> talking <laughs> you two to me? See, I always thought the second... you too. I always thought I that the second half of that record sounded like a killer's record. Yeah. Because I know that Brendan has fronted... Uh, modern baseball to do killers cover sets, <laughs> and I've watched a video of him doing it at Fest. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think we can all agree YouTube's better than Weezer. I Tony's sitting that. right <laughs> next to me, like I guess. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Weezer's The White Album? Would you say it's a perfect album? Oh my god! Yes. Don't talk to me about Weezer. I've a lot of people. All right, all right. <laughs> We're we're losing everything right now. Harmony. We usually do something. Harmony. We. Harmony Sophia. I don't know who I'm addressing anymore. <laughs> Sophia Woods. It's Harmony's less glamorous twin sister. Oh, no. Harmony for Bill. Um, I, I did ask. I, I had a question that was not answered, Bobby. You're not the only one that does excellent interview skills. All right, one at Te- a time, everyone. Te- <laughs> tell us, Tor. Tor. <laughs> Tor. Yes. Tor, we... tell us. <laughs> Are you talking Tor to me? No. <laughs> We are touring with The World is a Beautiful Place, and I'm No Longer Afraid to Die this fall. Um, That's the band name. She wasn't just, like, interjecting with that, that uh, statement. I would say that the people listening to the <laughs> Harmony Woods podcast know who the world is. <laughs> and I'm glad you enjoyed that joke for yourself. <laughs> yeah, because I don't listen to my own podcast, and I wouldn't get that joke. So that's really the only demographic missing out here, and I, I don't care. All right, back to tour details. Yes. You're with The World Is? Yes, we are playing the... East Coast and beyond. My phone is going off. I'm very sorry. Oh, there's sorry. actually an yeah. alert. Oh, okay. It's so not, it's not yeah. just me being rude and horrible. Awesome. No. It's Thank somebody else being goodness. even worse. Being evil. <laughs> um, sure it to- so let's maybe talk about this tour now. This Amber Alert is figured out. <laughs> tour doesn't start till the Amber Alert is sorted. Whoa. So the real with- tour is finding out this fucking Amber Alert. Finding this car. So you're with The World is a Beautiful Place and yes. I'm No Longer Afraid to Die. Yes, yes. Who else? Uh, just us two. And then yeah. we're pretty sure we're doing locals for every show, which is really cool. Um, I really I really respect when like bigger bands do that. So I'm really glad that we're doing that on this run. Um, Can you remember the time and date of every single show? Uh, <laughs> this is just me being October a October 29th, Songbird, to. D.C., October 30th. Um, I lost it. All right. We, <laughs> one and a half. We got pretty far, guys. Good job. <laughs> I have no clue. Bobby had a personal gripe earlier, but we already moved past that uh, one. But what's uh, the beef? He, he, Bobby's always got beef. Bobby's always got anger with me. Um, but you know, I think that people should probably uh, go look at your tour poster so they can see in their city uh, when the Harmony Woods will be coming. All the dates are on our website, harmony-woods.squarespace.com. And then also, I'm assuming. Uh, I think we're gonna have to boot that out because we're not sponsored by. Squarespace, yeah. Yeah, we're not sponsored by Squarespace. Just but... Google Hardy Woods. <laughs> yeah, Google Hardy Woods. Fuck Squarespace. Find, find the thing that's not about a neighborhood in Delaware and click on it. There yeah, I, I can't wait to go and listen back to that story because I have to bleep out Bobby's last name anyway to figure out what the fuck you're talking about this neighborhood that's near this really shitty blue hen uh, car wash and an Arby's. Yeah. I, I'm proving that I'm from that area, Bobby. Go check me on that. Go to that Arby's. Tell oh, me that Arby's. Flexing. That Arby's okay. might not actually be there anymore. <laughs> in a while. 
right. Um, Sophia, <laughs> aside from the tour and your own record coming up, obviously, uh, what are you listening to lately? Wow. You know what? I had this like months long period where I just wasn't listening to any new music because I had just become so overwhelmed <laughs> because there's just so many great and like awesome new music coming out every yeah. single second of every day or so it seems. So I just listened to nothing but The National for three months. Um, that ended very recently because I've been using Spotify more and more. And I'm to bleep that out too. Oh, I'm sorry. Spotify? The green streaming website. <laughs> One of these people needs to sponsor us. <laughs> Spotify's not going to sponsor us. No That's free the confidence of me not getting onto their app. <laughs> if we... I'm not going to bleep them because I'm a dumbass. Like, that's... We're bleeping every brand name. Uh, Pepsi, Simpsons. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So I want to be sponsored by both of those things. I will change my name to Pepsi Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a great band name. Yeah. Pepsi Simpson is Harmony Woods' stepbrother. <laughs> it's, it's the backup naming was, The Neighborhood Association of um, Harmony Woods. Sophia, action. Sophia was saying that she recently stopped a long national binge because she was listening to... Sp- <laughs> a streaming service that will rena- remain unnamed <laughs> until they pay us. And, um, I just I started this super huge playlist of just records that I have been meaning to check out and like new records as they're released. I think it's almost at a thousand songs now. I think oh, it's yeah. about like. Then what's the last song you listened to? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Such a stupid question. That's the worst. I was listening to one of my daily mixes as I was walking Ooh, that's here. Good. That's a good thing. Um, I love a good daily mix. Cherry Glazer, had Slaughter Beach Dog, had Soccer Shocker. Mommy. <laughs> yeah. Just um, classic songs that Bobby knows that I don't. What are your top five favorite songs of all time? <laughs> oh my god, why? I did this um, feature recently with Let's um, go. Flood Magazine where... See, now you're stealing content for somebody else's bag. I didn't know that she did this. <laughs> I just thought it was a good question. I wanted to give her mine. <laughs> I do have this perfect songs playlist, and I, I just chose 10 of my favorite songs I would love to there. hear your perfect songs playlist. All right, yes. here we go. I'm going to all gonna start, of it? I'm going to disregard fo- right away. I'm going to say no. As I'm going to start following this playlist. Something. It's 35 so far. All right. All right. Give, give us... Give us... Speed run? I can try to say them all really, really, really fast. Sure. Song Par- and artist. Uh, song. Can I do artist and song? Artist and song. Cool. Yeah. Paramore, that's what you get. Oso Oso, track one, side A. Oh, Mit- yeah. Mitski, I don't smoke. Land of talk, it's okay. Phoebe Bridgers, motion sickness. Boy genius. Oh, yeah. Me and my dog. Hop along. Tibetan oh, yeah. pop stars. And Argo Vespucci. Oh, yeah. Breathless on DVD. Taylor Swift. All too well. The hotelier. Two deliverances. Big Thief. Real love. Arcade fires. Sprawl two. Carly Rae Jepsen. Give me love. Lord. Oh, yeah. Supercut. Future teens. Kissing chemistry. Julian Baker. Go home. I need to breathe. Shannon Moser, Haircut Song, Slaughter Beach Dog, Jobs, Small Wonder, Patron State of Pretty Faces, Soccer Mommy, Scorpio Rising, Born Without Bones, I Was In Love, Elder Brother, You and Me Forever, Level Up, I Feel Extra Natural, Lizzo, Cause I Love You, Heart Attack Man, Fake Blood, Maggie Rogers, Falling Water, You Two, With or Without You, Modern Baseball, Note to Self, <laughs> Laura Stevenson, Living Room, New York, Charlie Bliss, Young Enough, Strange Ranger, Leona, Michelle Branch, Breathe, the National, The Pool of You, Animal Flag Sensation, Mannequin Pussy, Drunk Two. Just an outstanding yeah. list. Yeah. I My top two are disagree. Be Good by Waxahachie and Dirty Laundry by Kayatana. Nice. <laughs> My we favorite song is Take Me to Church show? by Hosier or Sucks Live. I, I only cried like six times. You so guys are cool. fucking weird <laughs> I do That's like... where Tony got that shirt and my girlfriend got the same one. Yeah. Great. That's awesome, guys. I'd love to be a part of whatever you guys are talking about right now. Deep breaths. No, I just do not know the same... Bobby. All right, Sophia, any plugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, new record out October 4th. In between now and then, we're going to keep um, putting out some more songs, and then the record's going to come out, and I hope you like it. And if you don't, that's okay. I won't cyberbully you. Uh, wait, cool. wait, wait, wait. I want and to, also I want the to tour. ask one more question because Bobby's been asking all these high level interview questions. It's my podcast. I get the last professional interview question. So give me one second before we let you plug. I'm not plugging yet okay i was just gonna say and also the tour with the world is a beautiful place and i'm no longer afraid to die which you can check out not on squarespace which we're bleeping out but on you have to check it out on squarespace though whether you bleep or not you that the people still have to do that you can popular search engine it (laughs) bing it and find it no they're not paying us (laughs) 
Big will give us points. I know Big will give us points. If you search anything on Big, we'll give you points. Is having a search engine of choice. Of a Come to my house and search Harmony Woods on Bing, and I will get points. <laughs> All right. So Harmony Woods record coming out. Singles, uh, more singles forthcoming. Tour coming up with the world is. Um, Cody, you wanted a question? Yes. Age, sex, location. Um, twenty. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough for me. Thank you. I really thought we were being serious. I was going to answer that totally earnestly. I'm just a jerk. Um, Bobby, do you have anything to plug? Um, yeah, I just started writing on the fifth quarter with a ph. I'll let you figure out which f is a ph. Fifthquarter.com. Second one, it's f i p h. T-H. So um, that is where my Sixers writing for the upcoming season will be housed. Uh, hopefully I will get off my ass and write about the last Cayetana show at some point, which is getting farther and farther in the rearview mirror, but hopefully we'll get there. Um, follow at Neurotica the Pod and at Booby underscore Styles. And at Class is Boring. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, don't follow my Twitter anymore. You people are just... Just don't encourage that. Uh, but I am I am twitching more, so follow me on twitch.tv slash code I do game. Whoa. Do you uh, game? A little bit. What? She, she a little bit. <laughs> of course, Bobby had to get the last co- No, Sims is a good one. But uh, the last game yes. I... <laughs> but she can't stream Overwatch with you. <laughs> yes, I, I usually stream like shooters, but the last game I streamed was uh, Hot Wheels Stunt Car Racer, a game from 1998 oh. that I did not complete because apparently a child's game is still too hard for Cody wow. Ryan. Too much pressure on Twitch. So if you want to watch me play some popular games and then every once in a while try to break my own brain with something from my childhood that was also traumatic when I did, couldn't beat it then, oh, no. follow me on twitch.com <laughs> slash or twitch.tv slash I can't get the fucking thing right. It's fine. All right, we got a podcast too. I I'm on that. Check me out there. That <laughs> seems to be going better. Well, right. that that yeah. that's our podcast. Thank yeah. you so much for Thank joining you. us. Thank Sophia. you so much for coming. Me. I laughed a lot. <laughs> please, 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 if you are in the area and you do see that concert, please go to that concert because I can guarantee you're gonna have a great time. Please see Harmony Woods. Any chance you can get, her name's actually Sophia. Thanks. One. Uh, did you ever see oh the EP God. by the uh, Super Weeks called The World is a Terrible Place and, and I, I hate, hate myself, myself and want to die? die? Oh, yeah. I love that band. I bought that shirt for someone and I wish I would gotten one for myself. It's a good shirt. <laughs> I wish I was wearing that on my face right now when you said that question. <laughs> anyway, bye from Neurotica. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>